Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story from England, one of those uh, want-to-get-away stories like found in the airline commercials. Robert Jenrick is the Secretary of Housing in the UK and appeared at a press briefing Saturday telling the British public that some 84 tons of medical supplies were on the way to the country, including some 400,000 urgently needed medical gowns. They were to arrive Sunday from the country of Turkey, as you might expect. A news crew went to the airport to get video of the plane landing. When it didn't, government officials said it had been delayed and would arrive on Monday. And when that didn't happen, reporters called colleagues in Turkey who found an RAF cargo plane sitting on the tarmac there empty and waiting. After a couple of more days of questions, someone revealed that, yes, the person in charge of ordering the stuff forgot to file the paperwork. I can just picture everybody showing up at the airport day after day. With the cameras, yeah. Yes, we're ready to go. We're ready to go. Nothing worse than waiting on something. Oh, you're you're absolutely right. That drives me nuts. Well, Cliff, I read this morning the new studies Mm. out that confirms that people who claim near-death experiences, where they they see the white light and all of that kind of stuff, you know, going toward the light, they're simply suffering from oxygen deprivation. Oh, really? Yes. Is that what it is? Which I think can be said for the same folks that, you know, listen to this program. Cliff, <laughs> suffering from oxygen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Only they don't see a light, I'm afraid, Cliff. <laughs> just, just darkness. Just darkness here. <laughs> just darkness on the morning road show. Every morning I arrive at Country 98.1. I sit in this chair and every day, Cliff, I... Yeah. Fall in love with this microphone over and over again. I need help. I need a lot that's, of help. That's uh, that's kind of creepy. Yes. This microphone is like Mrs. Jones. Remember that song? <laughs> Me and Mrs. Jones. Yes. Yeah. Me and this microphone. We've got a thing going on. Well, Cliff, what's happening at 7 this morning? <laughs> I'm supposed to give a news update now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, Oh, my goodness. I'm lonely. I'm lonely here, Cliff. <laughs> clearly you are, yeah. Yes, I am. I know, Cliff, that you're not uh, born and raised in Texas, so they wouldn't be calling you a full-fledged Texan by any means. But oh, Well, when I did, when I lived there, I said I, I, I was not from Texas, but I got, um, I got there as fast as I could. <laughs> I'm telling you what, from what I read this morning, Cliff, yeah. those folks yeah. in Texas are a lot tougher than I ever want to be. Well, in some areas of the state, absolutely. I mean, I, I knew a guy who had who lived had moved to town, but he said basically, as a child, they grew up in a place where they were so far away from everything that they went to the grocery store once a month, wow. and it was an overnight trip to town. Once a month, they would drive into town on a Saturday morning, do what they needed to do, spend the night in a hotel finish up their work on Sunday, and then drive home <laughs> once a month just to buy supplies. That's incredible. <laughs> well, I saw the, or didn't see it, but I read it, yeah. where the uh, lieutenant governor of Texas, yeah. a guy named Dan Patrick, I don't know if he's a big-time politician there or anything about that, but he said yeah. when talking about reopening the state of Texas and mm-hmm. getting everybody back out and about, he said, there are more things more important 
than living. Now that's pretty tough, Cliff. Wait, there, there are things that are more important than <laughs> that's what he what said. Could be more important than living. I, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. They're pretty tough in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> that's a direct quote from him, too, Cliff. Weed, as we have seen in recent days, there are folks in the country tiring of the stay-at-home orders that are in place in many areas, and chosen to lash out in protest as a result. Like, say, this guy in Vermilion, Ohio. Police there called to the corner of, ironically, Main Street and Liberty Avenue in that town around 4.30 Monday on reports of a protester encouraging passersby to honk for freedom. The quick investigation found the unidentified man to not be in violation of any laws because he was, in fact, conducting a peaceful protest. And officers told him that as long as he stayed on the sidewalk and out of the road, he could continue his efforts to get government officials to relax their stay-at-home orders. Officers did encourage the man to continue to maintain social distancing during his protest, which likely wouldn't be a problem, considering the man was wearing an assortment of American flags and a diaper. <laughs> and when you think about it, wearing nothing more than a flag cape and a diaper, thus assuming the role of superhero diaper man, would keep most people six feet away from you anyway. Twelve. <laughs> twelve feet. I'd be, that's a twelve-footer right there, Cliff. <laughs> You know, a while ago, we said something about the guy from Texas who was like, there was things more important than living. <laughs> lieutenant governor, yeah. That's right. The lieutenant governor said there are things more important than living. Yes. And, and my response would be, okay, so let's see your list of your relatives that you're ready to sacrifice for the things that are more important than living. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> I'm still picturing the guy with the diaper on, though, and the flag cape. Stop doing that. Yeah, I've got to. I'm telling you, it's lonely here, Cliff. Well, I'm not a doctor, much like Dr. Phil. (laughs) That's a true statement, Cliff. I'm not a doctor. And when you text in messages that are actually serious about what to do during this coronavirus mess, I'm probably not the person you need to be uh, pointing your (laughs) questions towards. Yeah. We're, we're not how you would want to get advice. No. That's not the... <laughs> but Cliff, yeah. I think I can answer this question from one of our listeners. Okay. You know, you see them everywhere you go now pretty well. Everybody's got yeah. a mask on of some kind. True. And the answer to the question that we received is, do not, do not microwave your <laughs> mask trying to sterilize it. You're going to cause a fire at your house. That, that won't work. That will not work. <laughs> I would bathe it in the laundry. I mean, yeah, if it's a cloth mask, yeah, just wash it with uh, hot water and soap. And because if it's basically that's how you, that's the best thing you can do for your hands. Wash them in soap and hot water. So do the same for your masks. Keep them out of the microwave. Don't think you can dry them in there either. <laughs> no, that won't. Don't do that either. See, I've learned about bleach. Earlier yeah. this week, yes, Cliff. You, when, you learned about that the hard way. Yes. As and, a matter of fact. And I know a little <laughs> bit about microwaves. And that's all my doctor learning I've got right here, Cliff. That, that's it. Don't, <laughs> no more questions. I don't uh-huh. want to lead anyone astray. Cliff, I know you've already got your uh, coffee connection here locally <laughs> that, you, um, that supplies you with your uh, needs of coffee. Yes. Here in the area. but This, this is true. Maybe yes. I could persuade you with a big old cup of Jim Beam bourbon flavored coffee that's <laughs> out right now. <laughs> so it's like a flavored beans with flavored like Jim Beam. Yes, it's a 12 ounce bag. 
about okay. nine to eleven dollars, depending on which one of the five flavors you, uh, okay, you know, want to pursue there. Now it's I know, bad. I know it's not bad. Now I know, Cliff, what you and probably a lot of our wonderful listeners are thinking right now when I mention yeah. Jim Beam flavored coffee. Mm-hmm. Will it get me drunk right off the no. bat in the morning? Yeah, I'm going to go with no. <laughs> Sadly, that is true. Okay, but I have the real easy fix for that. This, that should just add Jim Beam to the cup after you brew the coffee. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll, of course. And you'll be ready to greet any day, no matter what's going on, Cliff. <laughs> just add a little bit, maybe a whole lot on some mornings. Well, Cliff, this morning the word of the day is... Yes? Tempting. Tempting? Yes. The word is tempting? The word is tempting. Okay. I am extremely tempted. Yeah. But very afraid. To actually (laughs) self-haircut myself. Oh, no. (laughs) I know you've done it. Just a a bit around the ears, actually, yes. And um, I'm needing a little trim myself, getting a little bit shaggy. I'm starting to get the uh, clown head. And so (laughs) I'm thinking... Go with your clown arms. Well, (laughs) (laughs) And if my nose doesn't quit running, I'll have the red nose for the the clown, too. Yeah. But I'm thinking about doing this tonight, Cliff. My my fear, a, yeah. My big fear is, yeah. I'm afraid afterwards I'll come in here tomorrow and I'll look like I was attacked by a bird of prey or something like that, <laughs> like a hawk got a hold of me. Or <laughs> on the other hand, there'll be no one there to see. Well, I guess that is true, wouldn't it? And if I, I mean, put yeah. a mask on, no one will know it's you. <laughs> you've talked me into it, Cliff. Okay, I'm self haircutting tonight. Awesome. We this story of survival by a woman in Toronto, Canada, is, medical officials say, the first recorded instance of this happening ever. Now, the incident happened in 2018, but was first reported in medical journals only last week, with doctors treating her saying they were first surprised when that woman was awake and talking when she was brought into the ER, considering she had received a gunshot wound to the chest at extremely close range. Now, they could plainly see the entry wound, and the x-ray showed a couple of broken ribs from the bullet's impact. And, oh, wait, how, how did the bullet get way over there on the other side of her body? Doctors say the incident is the first recorded case of breast implants deflecting a bullet, changing its direction away from travel from areas where fatal damage could have occurred. In other words, her boobs saved her life. <laughs> How big were those things? Cliff, I don't they, know how that, big they were. I, well, I'm just saying, for something like know. that, I mean, a <laughs> bullet probably or pretty well penetrates anything it hits. Well, yeah. But, wow. Um, so, I mean, it went through. It just, the direction was changed. So it was just a glancing blow off of her ribs. No, if I ever get shot, Cliff, I'm never going to say <laughs> it was a glancing blow. <laughs> That's right. And you're also never going to say... Your boob saved your life. Well, if I keep eating like I've been eating the last month, yeah, yeah, I will say that. That's true. The texting continues here, wanting my opinions and your opinions <laughs> on what we're supposed to do medically during the yep. pandemic. And I'm telling you, the yep. only thing I can tell you is don't microwave your face mask thinking <laughs> that you're going to uh, make it sanitized. No. And... Then somebody sent a text message in while Toby Keith was singing, wanting mm-hmm. to know if I'm uh, following the guidelines and washing my hands before I eat. 
Okay. I've always done that, Cliff. That's not like a newbie say, here for me. Um, you you are a um, thorough hand washer. <laughs> I am. If there was even, a, bef- even before all this started, you were a thorough hand washer. I think I rub too much because I've got a huge <laughs> cut on my thumb right now. Yeah. From all of the rubbing, Cliff. Yeah. And it's nasty looking. <laughs> it's it's bad. Well, I mean, that's the other that's the other thing is uh, we have talked about this before. You wash your hands. Anybody washes their hands like that, it dries your skin. But you refuse to put lotion on it. <laughs> I hate that stuff. You don't like that greasy feeling when you've got it in your hand. I do not. I do not like to have slippery things on my fingers. I just don't like that feel. There's, you know, some people don't like foods because, you know, of the texture. Yeah. I don't like things on my hands because of the texture of slippiness. I guess that's a word, the texture of <laughs> slippiness. Yes. Well, it's a word now. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> so remember, please, always, always wash your hands yeah. before you eat. And it doesn't matter if there's a virus going around or if everything's back to normal and kosher again. Yep. Because you want those hands washed so you can mm-hmm. get a good grip on your food and you won't <laughs> drop anything when you're picking it up no, off your because, plate. That's right, because then you just have to pick it up off the floor because the three-second rule applies. That's right. You don't want that pork chop falling out of your mitts. <laughs> you want to get a good grip on that sucker before you raise it up to your mouth. Is that not true, Cliff? No, that's that's absolutely true. All right, Cliff, we've got a contestant ready to go. All right off the bat. Here we go. Hi, who's this? I'm pushing the census. Everybody needs to be getting involved in this census. Okay. This census is so important to Gibson County. Okay. Can we have our program back now? <laughs> well, that was unexpected, Cliff. It was unexpected. <laughs> Don't think that's ever happened before. That's... No, it's not. <laughs> wow. I mean, well, I, t- I totally agree. Everyone should do the census whenever they get the form. And 53% of Gibson County residents have, and we still have all the way to the end of the year to get it done. So I think we'll be fine. But let's try to spy the lie right now. How's that? <laughs> sure. We got somebody else. Here we go. All right. Hi, who's this? Hey, this is Michael Welch, Fort Branch. Now, Michael, okay. are you a huge Wham hey. fan, or do you hate them? Oh, oh yeah, I like Wham. You I'm like Wham. You like Wham. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm hoping to get the question wrong. Oh, oh, no. oh but before but before that, I'm pushing that all bars and clubs be open again. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you've got my vote right there. And I I think everybody should call their their governor and make sure that they do that. Do that. All right. Well, Michael, are you ready to play Spy the Lie? Yeah. Why? Not? All right. Why not? We've done everything else. We might as exactly. well go to this. All right, uh-huh. I'm going to read you three statements. You tell me which one of them I totally made up and is the lie, okay? Okay. You do it right, and we're going to play Brad Paisley. If you do it wrong, wham. Here we go. Wham. Brad Paisley, really? Yeah, well, who else do you <laughs> Who do you want to hear? Good God. Who do you want to hear? I hope I get it wrong now so I can listen to wham. Oh, man. Well, Michael, here it is. Number one. All right. A bag of 1,000 quarters weighs over, just a little over 13 pounds. You can't sneeze. In your sleep. And the third one, former New England Patriots quarterback Tom Brady was the champion chicken plucker in his chapter of the 4-H club. (laughs) Which one of those is the lie? Number two. You can't sneeze in your sleep. Yeah. 
Well, I'm glad you like Wham because that's actually the truth, Michael. Yeah, it's probably number. I figured it was number three, so yes. I didn't want to go with that one. Well, yeah, of course, it is number three. Brett Favre was actually the champion chicken plucker when he was in 4-H, not Tom Brady. So, thanks to you, Michael. We're playing Wham. You have a good day and be safe, okay? Hey, that's great because I got to go go. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go, go. <laughs> The hatred yeah. is pouring in right now in our texting yes. service, wanting yeah, to know that. what that is. And I'm like, that's wham. And wake me up before you go, go. <laughs> and it's all Michael's fault. Yes, Michael Welch from Fort Branch. If you see Michael today, say, that's all your fault, dude. It's all your fault. That's right, because he doesn't know one chicken plucker from another. From another. <laughs> Well, Cliff, these, <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, I've got attacked by a virus in here. Oh, no. Wow. Oh, no. I knew <laughs> so, it was going to happen. Wow. Sorry <laughs> about that. Well, that Morgan Wallen song we played, you know, the Crank It Up yeah. song, Cliff. Yeah. It uh, was called Little Rain. The uh, lady, Christina, who suggested we play that because she would listen to Morgan Wallen cranked up if he did the ABCs, yeah. literally had just got up at home. Yeah. And ran out to her car to listen to that on, she says, volume 45 in her vehicle. <laughs> wonder how. wonder what that number goes to. I don't know. And she also said, what a great way to wake up on your birthday. Of all well, days, Cliff, that couldn't have worked out any better. Perfect. Yeah. And running outside because you don't have a radio in your house is pretty good too, Cliff. <laughs> Which also means that right now. She's not hearing any of this because she's back in the house. (laughs) And time now to take it to the bank. Okay. Well, first of all, Cliff, we're going to do two real quickly here. The first one. Now there's two. Well, it's grown to two. The the first one I want to put a little creep in it, and so this one's creepy. (laughs) (laughs) This one is creepy. All right. On average, twelve newborns around the world Mm -hmm. are given to the wrong parents. Each and every day. Wow. Not once in a while. Every day. Every day. Yes. Right. Now, let's get to the stupid human tricks, which is pretty impressive here for Leonardo da Vinci. Okay. He could write with one hand, like a sentence. Okay. And draw with the other hand at the exact same time. <laughs> wow. Think about that. I know. That's impressive. That is more than impressive. It's like he's got two brains. <laughs> inside of his head but all of that you can take straight to the bank don't know why you would no especially the baby part there because yeah basically what you presented with is a lot of useless bits of information (laughs) it continues unless of course you're you're a new parent and you've gotten the wrong baby (laughs) well cliff i've been sitting here as we mentioned earlier this morning a little bit nervous a little bit uh, scared of cutting my hair tonight (laughs) that's right and then i read a story yeah that desperate people are taking measures into their own hands when it comes Uh to do-it-yourself at home dentistry oh dentistry yes (laughs) i'm worried about my hair and there are actually people cliff youtubing how to extract their teeth and doing it at home They're pulling their own teeth. Yes. One guy said he was armed with YouTube videos, yeah. a pair of pliers, yeah. and a couple of shots of whiskey. That is not the recipe wow. for successful dentistry. 
No, you're, you're absolutely right. Mercy. I know it hurts whenever you have a toothache, and it'll drive you insane. Yeah. But I don't, I don't ever want to get that desperate, Cliff, that... No. Oh, no. I'm sitting here at Country 98.1 looking at the video here on how to... <laughs> how to pull your own tooth. Pull, pull a molar here or something. <laughs> no. Be safe. Make good choices. And remember, all you need, a pair of pliers and a couple of shots of whiskey to do anything. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, server number three. Can we have our program back now? <laughs> number two, her boobs saved her life. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, he doesn't know one chicken plucker from the other. Oh, well, he didn't. No, which, of course, we're referring to Michael Welch of Fort Branch, was it not? That's right. Yes, who was the uh, person who failed today to keep Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go off our airwaves. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.